Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 229. Take it easy. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah. And I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. What is going on? On everybody, I hope this podcast finds you in high spirits. And if not, don't worry, I got you. You'll leave in a better mood. Well, listen, your baby boy is truly filled with so much love, so much joy. I am back from Toronto. I am back to work. I'm back to, you know, my little schedule, trying to get my life together because it Toronto, y'all showed out, okay? Truly, just from our Real Talk diversity panel, we had our karaoke night, okay? The Bryson Wynn present the main event. Listen, there was just so much love in the building. I did not know the Purple Pants Posse ran so deep in Toronto. And you know, there are times that you, I will meet people and they say they listen to the podcast. And you know, it's, you know, clear that they're a casual listener. And listen, that's quite all right. I respect anybody that even knows the name of the podcast or I respect anybody that know my name, okay? But when I tell y'all how deep the posse ran, okay? I had some of my posse members, Miss Ashley Dawn, pull up to our event eight months pregnant. She said, I couldn't miss the opportunity to not see my baby boy. And I'm just like, not seven months pregnant coming to see me. And again, it's just like, when I say we go together, we go together, Posse, because the connection that we have, my girl Amanda, who is a loyal, loyal Purple Pants Posse member, every time the the podcast comes up, for three years strong, she posted it to her story. And so it was just so amazing to see so many of my posse members that got to meet one of the posse members mom was in the building and her mom was just pouring into me and I got a chance to meet her towards the end of the night Jatia was like Bryce you didn't meet this young lady and I was like oh who what what so when I just tell y'all so much love I mean the event in Toronto was truly 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 amazing Okay, and y'all know how I get. I get stressed out. I, you know, my temper be short. Sometimes I don't eat properly because I am so anxious. And, you know, the name of this podcast is Take It Easy. Sometimes we have these expectations that we need to fulfill and we don't take it easy on ourselves. And, you know, I had a little situation where 
when DZ and I, we were going to the morning show in Toronto and, you know, just to promote that we were there promoting. Oh, and how could I forget the Empower Inc. event that we had where we sponsored five women uh, from Canada and from the U.S. Uh, to fly into Toronto. Uh, we paid for their hotels uh, while they had a mas- their mastectomy scars tattooed, you know, turning something that can be so painful and such a dark cloud for people into something so beautiful. And that experience was so amazing. And again, just to be in the room uh, with those beautiful women and to hear their stories and just to know that like this little show, that Survivor that we're on, you know, we are, you know, going to cities watching Survivor. But like, you know, the good that we really can do was just like truly, 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 truly amazing. I mean, just truly touched the baby boy's heart. Uh, But again, take it easy sometimes on yourself. And again, I don't know who needs to hear this, mainly myself. But, you know, Wendell and I were going to the good, the morning show in Toronto. And, you know, just to promote all the things that we were doing, the, the diversity panel, the Empower Inc. and our... Toronto show and you I'm like a a worry bee like you know Wendell is uh we need a list we need this we need that me I just internalize and I just worry like you know I'm thinking about the logistics what time I need to get up what time I need to do this what time tomorrow who's flying in it's supposed to snow like you know I am just such a worrier and I hadn't eaten since I had been in Toronto. And so we get to the morning show. And again, you know, I've done press before. You know, I've talked about all of these things. I am live on the air, y'all. And they asked me a question and I really felt like, you know, that Wendy Williams where she has on the uh, the Halloween costume and she faints. I really thought I was having a moment like that. Like they asked me this question and I started talking and it just seemed like I could not finish a sentence. And then like my mind just went blank and like I'm literally like on live TV and thank God for Wendeezy, because clearly Wendeezy knows me enough to know that, you know, that something seemed off. And so Wendeezy just cut me off and kind of like, you know, helped me in that little segment. And I just was really like beating myself up like, oh, my God, like how could I drop the ball? Like, you know, just so upset. And then, you know, Wendell was like, are you OK? Like, what's going on? Like, and I really thought like, oh, my God, I don't think I put anything in my mouth in the last like two days and so like again I know we have so much going on and we want everything to be perfect but we got to take it easy we got to take care of ourselves we have to eat properly we got to hydrate you know we can't be any good to others we can't have a good time if we're not taking care of ourselves and so baby boy was like okay let me get back to this hotel let me eat let me drink and you know recharge myself because truly when we go to these events i try to give uh a thousand percent i know when dz gives a thousand percent i I don't know some people think that it's like oh y'all just going around party like no i feel like i am going here to meet the posse to meet these people to talk to and to interact i know some people are shy and if there's somebody here that somebody wants to see i'm gonna make it happen like so again it's just like It may seem easy, but your baby boy wants to ensure that I can say hello, have a conversation. And again, not just say hello. Like I I want to have a meaningful connection. Um, And so, again, at times that can be very draining of my spirit. And so I just have to make sure that, like, you know, in order to to give myself because I have to put into myself. And so but Toronto, when I tell y'all was amazing from all of the big Brother Canada people from all of the drag race, from all of the survivors. Shout out to Kevin, the winner of Big Brother. When I tell you I love Kevin, also shout out to Jedson. Whoo! Okay. Listen, we just gonna leave that there. We had done an interview with ET Canada maybe two weeks before, and I was like, oh, I like me some Jetson. Um, but you know, sometimes how you'll meet people and they they don't give the same energy, or like, you know, when they see this big bubbly personality, they run from it. Jetson was like so amazing. There were so many countless people that I was like, just so excited to meet. My girl Jatia showed up. Child, she showed up and showed out. Okay. Uh, Derek Frazier from Big Brother. There was just so many amazing people. Marianne, Omar, shout out to Abraham. Uh, Eric Abraham. He always comes to our Bryson Wynn Presents. And I just love Abraham. He is just, he's like that, that uncle that 
always comes and supports. And sometimes I, he had been telling me for the longest time, he was like, you know, I get up at six o'clock in the morning, Bryce, and I listen to the podcast. And I don't think like, I mean, of course I believed him, but I think during this trip in Toronto, he was telling me, he was like, I don't know how you have that energy for the podcast. He's like, I need to listen to the podcast uh, to get me up. So shout out to Eric Abraham. Uh, we appreciate him. He showed up. There was just so many people. I feel like I'm missing so many people. Uh, but Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Okay. Listen, I have no regrets. You did. We did the thing. Shout out to our official sponsors of the Bryson Wynn Presents, our Toronto, uh, to Global TV, to Stack TV, and Loving Grit Philly. Again, uh, the event could not have been possible without you. Whew, baby. Yeah, baby boy had a time in Toronto, and we will definitely be back, okay? One thing's for certain, two things for sure. We will be back in Toronto because... The love was there. Now, mind you, I do want to come back in the summertime outside of an event because the city of Toronto, uh, beautiful, you know, cold, you know, the snow was snowing, but definitely a beautiful city. Uh, and I'm just really excited for this week's episode. OK, uh, so let me give you the rundown. We have the church announcements outside of that. We've got Jatia Hart Taylor is here and Potomac has wrapped their three part Okay, that three-part reunion, and Jatia and I are breaking it down and giving our opinion on what we think. Miss Barb stops by for Barb's message, and of course, you know we got the freak of the week. So listen, let's keep this podcast party rolling. Let's get into the church announcements. <laughs> And for your church announcements this week, I just want to remind y'all that the Survivor News is back. Wendell, Jack, and myself covered episode one of season 44. So if you have not listened to that episode, go back and listen and go back and listen to it in wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can head over to YouTube, uh, Bryce Isaiah, and get into Survivor News. Also, Philadelphia, if you are in the Philadelphia area, we are doing a pop-up watch party this Wednesday, okay, March 8th at the Winston. So pull up if you want to pull up. It also happens to be Wendy's birthday. So we are, you know what, doing a little birthday event for Wendy's. So if you are in the Philadelphia area or the surrounding areas, pull on up. You know, you you never know who might pull up uh, with us. So we would love to see you. And also, as you know, the Bryce and Wynn present tour 44 has kicked off. And Toronto, listen, y'all did the thing. And so we are headed to Los Angeles, March 15th, Seattle, March 29th, April 5th. We're headed to Atlanta, April 12th, Pittsburgh, May 3rd, Boston, May 10th. We're back in Philadelphia and we bring it on home May 24th. Am I saying the date right? Yes, May 24th in New York City. Tickets are available. Click the link in my Instagram bio or you can head over to the Bryce and Win Present Instagram page and follow that and get into all of the goodies that we have. So listen, Okay, we out here. Now let's get into the men, you, you, the men, you, you, the men, and you. It's a man who, it's a man you, being potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, being potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. And we are back for our final installment of Real Housewives of Potomac this season. The three-part reunion series has come to an end. And after leaving Toronto with me, Jitia is like she was in Toronto. She is here with me to recap the reunion of season seven of Housewives of Potomac. Welcome back to the podcast, Jitia. I am so happy to be here. Can I say I love Toronto? Oh my gosh, the fans were amazed. Yes, I remember they, at least 75% of the night. Oh, ciao. Okay. If y'all don't know, okay. I always tell this story on when we were on Kagiyan, when I got voted out 
you know, I went to Ponderosa and I thought like I was going to meet like, you know, uh, David, Lindsay, Garrett, or just, or no, Lin- I thought I was going to meet David and Garrett. Uh, child, David got on his private jet and, and left. flew away. And when I got to Ponderosa, Garrett was not there. He was in the shower and I met him later in the night. Um, when I Jatia, thought he was in the closet. Oh, don't do that. When okay. Jatia got, when they told us somebody else was coming out, I was like, I want to make sure I don't do what somebody else said. I got ready. You know, Jatia came out. So excited to keep with her. Uh, we went to the bar. She had one shot. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, she hadn't eaten. So I give it, she had one shot. 10 minutes later, she was on top of the Ponderosa bar. And Having from a great there time. on out, I have coined that Jatia, she, one drink with me. Okay. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. I I like to have fun. And I totally did in Toronto. And I even let you be the big spoon. Yes. Okay. That's because you were done. And I was like, okay, payback is. That was the 20. That was the 25% of the night that, you know, was a little fuzzy. I do remember (laughs) that I lost my spoon dominance, but that's all right. Because we're going to have plenty of times to rectify that. Yes. But let's get into it because we have three whole parts and the last yes. one was 90 yes, minutes. Yes, yes. Um, so re- needless to say, I was so happy uh, for you to receive your flowers, though, because when the fans or, you know, like I like to say, when the family got to see that you were there, the way that you were received, the way that people were lining up to meet you, the way that I was just so happy that they got to meet the Jatia that I know, uh, which is wow, all over the place and just having a great time with people. So, again, uh, shout out to Toronto because they was loving on my sister, uh, loving mm-hmm. on me and loving on everybody. But, yeah, I just was so happy for you, uh, you know. To receive your flowers in the survivor realm of the community. I loved you. And I love them. Like I, um, all the introvert came out and I was just having a great time. And everybody was so nice. Yes, that was really amazing. So shout out to Toronto. But yes, back to Real House of Potomac. We had just three parts. um, And three parts. So, I mean, it's so much to get into, um, but Candace, this episode. Okay, thank you. So I just wanted to, I was going to be like, can we just get straight to Candace? Let's just, I cannot, I cannot, like she, oh my gosh, I want her to heal. I don't know how many times Dottie done slapped her upside of the head with a purse or whatever has happened, but she has no chill. She has no chill. She does like, they had this beautiful moment talking about like colorism and the black community and people, you know actually identifying with her and understanding where she's coming from. And then she goes and just throws it out the, uh, the, and, the right. window. And so let's also like, you know, in part two, they brought up the colorism because, and we've talked about it on this podcast where the fans and I feel like Candace has fueled that. Uh, mm-hmm. She need a narrative. So she, I feel she, like, but she is, she is savage with her words and she, yeah, I don't and, know and if she doesn't realize and, that. And I, I feel like she, yes, I feel like people need to realize that words can cut very deeply. Like me as the younger brother of four brothers, like my brothers could physically beat me up. But the one thing that they never had on me was my mouth. And, you know, Absolutely. My mouth, as a youngest child, you have to learn that, you know, you can't hit them with the fist. So you got to hit them with it. Right. You gotta and, and she does that consistently. And I think she honestly has learned that from her mother. And but I have learned that, like, my mouth can hit like a fist. And so I, you know, and so I just feel like I love Candace. I think that she is great for the show. At times, I just feel like it's so frustrating to like want to like her Uh, because like, you know, one, when they brought up the colorism, I'm just like, okay, bravo, like great three minutes to talk about this such an important topic. Um, And a lot of people were dragging Giselle uh, because Candace was like, you know, and people, when I say something, they 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 make it out. And 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 Giselle is like, I'm confused as to what that has to do with the color of your skin. And a lot of mm. people were dragging Giselle. About but I think that. she proved the I, point because I mean, like you you we had like I said, we had this poignant moment, and then you like your mouth, girl, your mouth is reckless, reckless, reckless. And although I do not like, although Wendy is not my favorite. When he came with it, with the knowledge. She dropped the knowledge. I checking Candace in that moment. But 
in the same moment, then Candace goes to say, well, I don't apologize because like, it's just like, well, she is incapable of that. So I think literally this goes back to her mother issues. It seems like her mother uses this kind of psychological warfare and says these things that hurt Candace so bad. And that is what that is learned behavior. And like, you can never have a, I don't know, she needs to to resolve that or she's going to pass that on. She's talking about having kids and you cannot do that. You cannot like, it's some words you cannot take back. Um, I also think we saw this with the Mia and her friend whose name escaped Jacqueline. Me. Michelle, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Whatever. Now, Keisha. Whatever. But wait, wait. I don't, I'm Caution. not ready to get off of Candace and Giselle yet okay, because it's ahead. like, if you are talking about colorism in the Black community uh, and then you are saying that, again, one, like, let's just be clear. Colorism is a real thing. It's, it's rooted. Thing. The roots of it are it's rooted back to slavery, yep. the preferential treatment between light and dark. And, yep. you know, people aspire the lighter you are, the closer that, you know, you can pass as white. Uh, however, it's the same thing going. You can go up the steps with colorism and you can go down the steps with colorism. And so, like, don't think that the opposite end of that does not have feelings, emotions, and things tied to that because it's the truth. And so I just, uh, for me, it was just like really disappointing in Candace to the words that she was slinging at Giselle. I'm just like, okay, but girl, how? She she goes for the jugular. She like blacks out and just like says the most hurtful things. I mean, even when like you could see a you could even see a resolution coming between Chris and Giselle and, and he wanted to accept and she, and she had to throw salt in it. And he even had to check her a little bit then and was like, this ain't, you know, this is me and her. This is not you. And um, the so Giselle, I, and, Giselle and Chris thing, right? I'm like, again, y'all know, I love my girl Giselle. She's uh, just not very bright. Let me, let me break and, it down. And mind you, regardless, her story has not changed. She has said very clearly that Chris made her feel uncomfortable. She never said he made any advancements. And now it's like, I feel like because Candace does have a a higher vocabulary and can use words a little bit more sharply, now they're trying to go for semantics. And like, maybe that might have passed over Giselle's head, but it's like, she never accused him of anything. It totally passed over Giselle's head. I think if Candace had not been around, it would have been resolved. But she keeps bringing it up because she wants to, you know, like fight. And she's hurt about everything. And, and I don't even understand how she can be so hurt about things that people say when her mouth, her verbal so diarrhea horrible. is like scalding, scalding. Like, and I think Giselle, Giselle take it real well. Well, yeah, and, she, and, that, and that's my issue with Giselle. She doesn't like, I wish that she would give them a little more oomph. And in this conversation with Chris, I feel like she was demanding an apology, which I feel like she was deserving. However, I thought he already apologized. I mean, how many damn times he got to apologize? And she was being shady by calling him a sneaky link. She was doing that for TV. Right. But that that part is like, okay, yeah, I I, I get that. But I think where Giselle messed up is that, like, because she kept saying, like, you know, well, what did he do? And she's like, he created the situation. And I think where Giselle, it could have been received so much more if she were like, I take an accountability for walking into that room with you like you know like she just didn't own her part so so I think all she needed to say is this is how I felt Chris and you know you apologize I know you didn't do it you didn't intentionally try to make me feel that way but I appreciate you acknowledging my feelings and they all could have moved on but I think um his wife Candace continually bringing it up Giselle not being the brightest bulb in the you know the box and also I did not like his tone like I didn't like him yelling I don't I I do never appreciate that, especially when it's a man to a woman. Just in my opinion, maybe it's old fashioned. And again, right. I, I completely get that. But it seemed like it seemed, in my opinion, Andy was on his side. And so they kind of sort of let it ride. And another thing that was like taking me out was that Giselle said to Candace very clearly, I feel like you're the one that blew this out of the water. If I in, agree. If in that moment on episode two, that Candace heard her and was like, I don't think that would ever be Chris's intention. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. I'm going to talk to Chris. And you know, they could have left it at that. It would have been at that. And that, that's, that's the whole thing. And that's thing. what everybody else does. 
So that's what um, Juan, when Juan Dixon come up, she'd blow it off. Ashley is masterful at this. Wendy and her husband with the smile and Eddie, you know, everybody just laughs it off because they know it's not true. But Candace just internalizes it and runs with it. And I mean, I, so- I, I, that's what makes her ugly to me, because and- like, I, I don't know. She don't seem like the brightest bulb in the box either. But, you know, like I just need her to let go of the emotions and stop being so just damn freaking skin scalding with her vocabulary and every comment, like everything ain't got to be the next world war. And my thing is, y'all keep saying this what Giselle does for her storyline. Um, outside of the re-release of Deep Space, what was your storyline? She bought a house and she was trying to get pregnant. I, but uh, I, yeah, I, I agree. Look, you ain't got to... Like you kept us alive. It's almost as if for your doing as well and I again it's just like the more power she needs she could take a lesson from the grand dom she could could take a lesson from the grand dom and exit leave boom boom and be done but again I just felt like it's just but then what what would she have to talk about I mean I mean mean, so so that's the thing and like I just want Chris to stop letting himself be drugged into his wife's drama because she just be bringing him in. He seems quite level-headed. He already apologized about, you know, oh, if, you know, the situation was awkward and da-da-da-da-da. And, and he seems to be able to get over it, but not her. So, I don't know. She ain't doing him no good. I feel like uh, for a little bit, it, he, she is dragging him down a bit in some of these I, situations. I also feel like very similar to, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta, when anyone would come on the show, it seemed like if you wanted to secure your spot, if you wanted to whatever, you got to go against the queen. And it just seems yeah. like, why isn't the same energy given to Ashley and her girlfriend? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> you're, like, and, and Giselle has had the same story. Giselle has just stated how she felt. And I, I just seems like it seems like it's a little extra. Candace just need to let it go. That's that. Um, that's the point. But she is in. I don't know. She she seems uh, emotionally stunted in some way. But she's a lovely girl. And don't get me wrong. Like when Candace is having I mean, fun, but Candace is like visually I love, pretty. I love. She's visually pretty. You know what? She visually pretty, but she ugly on the inside. And like I don't know. Like she and she just seems like she does this with her mom. She does this with her husband. Like who who are you nice to, Heffa? Like get out of here. Like I don't know. You need to fix that. Now, the friends of the show that they brought on, they brought Jacqueline on, but let's get to Jacqueline next. However, I know who you're going to bring up. I felt like Shasha Shasha. held it down. I felt like... Okay, I I did like Shasha. I like with her, with her what? Blue coochie? Is that what this is? With the blue coochie fans. But she came... She stood her ground. I feel like Andy validated her because I, I kept feeling like throughout this season, Karen kept being like, why is Sharice around? Nobody wants her around. She's just, you know, wants to be. Da-da-da. And Andy basically said, well, actually, we asked Sharice to come back. Which sh- is huge because like all the housewives want to ask to be come back. You know, he was like, we, you know, she didn't call us. So I, you know, I like Shasha on the reunion. She came, she held her ground. She said what she had to say. She didn't bring no extra drama. All the ladies agree. You know, like, we like having her around. So, yeah. you know, and she might have a champ's glass in the future. I I, would, I wouldn't be surprised she's, if she's back. She's officially season. divorced from Eddie. And she got 50%. 50, 50. Uh, and I just also think it's so interesting, like, at any point that they wanted to validate Sharice. Karen would like, you know, the funeral thing. They're like, who wants to like that? That That's not a clout chasing thing, you know, like, she, but Karen's like, oh, don't talk about my mother. This ain't talking about your mom. Okay? Yeah, I know. She tried to deflect on the whole talk about your mom thing. Um, I don't know. Like the ground down did not come out amazing in this um, in this reunion. So I don't know. She needs to give that up. She, I don't know whatever she has against Shasha. It ain't working. So she needs well, it. She need to move on. In my opinion, it just more so validates what Shasha is saying. And the reason why she doesn't want Shasha around is because like, she knows that her and Sharice aren't on good terms. And Sharice probably has some things that she could 
potentially. I still don't understand why her and Sharice aren't on good terms. I, I, that was not... Because Sharice I mean, brought up on the last season that Sharice was a housewife, she brought up Blue Eyes. She brought Blue Eyes so? into the conversation. And so Karen did not like that. However, over the weekend, Sharice, Robin, Ashley, and Giselle were spotted out uh, and they were doing TikToks. I don't believe that uh, season eight has started because, you know, the rumors are that... uh. Allegedly, what the but, uh, okay. allegedly, the rumors are that they are not going to be offering Robin or Sharice a contract. Uh, but we'll see. That's I'm okay the, with that. No, that's okay. Um, we like Robin, and again, here's my thing. Robin could be a friend. No, because let, let's just say this: When has the Housewives of Potomac ever been this hot of a topic? Since this whole wine thing, like there's no way that Bravo is not going to, and they're going to hold Robin accountable. So like, I'm okay either way. Like she could be a friend. She could not be a friend. No, she needs to be a housewife. Uh, I I think they need some new people. No, I mean, I think they could ask. I mean, we can get rid of, and I say this respectfully, we can get rid of Wendy Mm -hmm. and we we can get rid of Ashley. I want to keep Ashley um, because Ashley is a great pot stirrer and I think she's articulate in putting together an argument. So I'd like to keep Ashley. We can we can let Wendy go. We can let Wendy go, but I feel like Wendy has learned the game of sides. Right. And so I feel like she has curated her side with Candace and Karen. Because remember, at the I think at the beginning of the season, she she was on the outs. She was way on the outs. And so I think she does learn like you have to have somebody on your side or nobody is going to stick up for you. So I think that's also what happened with Monique. And that's why Monique was gone. Um, well, you know, Monique, also, um, well, according uh, well to you know, Monique left. OK, mm-hmm. uh, so and here's the thing. I didn't like, I like Monique. Monique has been my favorite. I love Monique. So I love to hate Monique, but here's the thing. I never wanted her gone. Like, you know, on these shows, you have to have the people that you like and the people that you don't like. Just because I don't like you doesn't mean when I say I don't I don't like you, it doesn't mean I don't I don't know the people. Like I like them all. But what I'm saying is like on the show and my opinion, if I were to put myself in that situation. However, I loved uh Monique. I, Mo- I loved Monique on the actual show. Like I thought yeah. that, like she. Yeah, could I love the, the drama. I love the drama. Um, I loved her drama with the mother-in-law. I wasn't a huge fan of Chris. I also thought she was kind of chaotic in what she wanted to do and what she, you know, what if she wanted to sell candles or have a not for lazy moms podcast or whatnot. I don't think that ever really gelled in her brand. But oh, she served the look. She was beautiful. Um, her she kids were houses, super cute. Had the had the kids like yeah, I, I like four houses. Okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, you don't have a house? No, uh, I have four. Okay. So Sorry. I I just you know for me when I put myself in those type of arguments, I just never sided with her on the majority of things. Uh, now us getting to Jacqueline and mm. Mia, I, it was pointless. Another, uh, it was. Um, but you know, Mia. Oh God. But another, another, another dull crayon. But another dull to, crayon. But you have to agree. I I think this season definitely warmed up for me. For me, last season I was like she could go. And this season, what I have realized about Mia is that she's consistently herself, and I think that she is great for the show. Um, because she she I mean I, she hate she hate here is why I like of, this is go this ahead, is tell the me. reason why I like Mia as opposed to a Wendy right uh she can hold an argument like she'll argue she'll but she makes but make up. up. And yes. my thing is like when you hold these arguments and then and then you don't like it, then it's like, girl, it's no like I like the fact that like she can open up. And then I, for me, for Wendy, it's like you got caught lying. Then you, you want to you pedal it back. And then for me, I also feel like people that can like she is clearly successful. She is clearly smart. Like, you know, but I, I, I do not like people that have a very high vocabulary and try to weld those words to be little people when in actuality it's like, okay, so you using some big words. What else is new? Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't, like-, I'm, I don't like how Wendy fights. I, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a fan of how Wendy fights. Um, I don't even know if I have like, 
a winner in their little tiff between them. I don't know. I don't even understand what the tiff was about. Whatevs. Like, it was just drama. The thing that I do not like about Mia is how she treated her friend Tasha, Keisha, Latoya, whatever her name is. Jacqueline. Jackie. Jackie, if you're nasty. I don't like how she really how she treated Jackie if you're nasty. Like that is supposed to be your friend from way back. And again, back to these, there's some words you can never take back. Like, I get it that you guys are arguing and squabbling, but like when everybody's eyes at the tables are like in the back of their head, um, what y'all are saying, like that's a little, it was a little private. Um, I do like that. Mia is very open and very free and she shares, you know, she shares her surgery, what she done had done from the, you know, from the weave to to her corn removal surgery or whatever. So I like that. I didn't like how she hit below the belt with her friend. I do think she wants her friend to be subservient to her. Like she's up here and Jacqueline, Tasha, Toya is down there, you know, so. Here's where Jacqueline lost me when she admitted to lying about something to make Mia look better. I'm like, okay, you know, at this point, then I don't know if you're telling the truth or or if you're lying. I, I can't, I don't know one thing that they went back and forth about that was like significant. It wasn't, it was just like squabbling and really just like, cattiness for nothing and then my thing nothing. was like mia you brought that whole box out and then you were like it's too many papers like girl what nothing you know what i think they cut it out they must have cut out whatever she said because she had nothing that box was cuter i mean maybe the box was the secret i don't know maybe the secret was the box who the and hell knows so back to candace and giselle uh when giselle was talking about her fibroids and her hysterectomy and th- the nerve of Candace to then weld out you old dried up. Uh, I'm like, girl, n- not you age shaming, not you age shaming. Correct, because you know what? Um, that old dried up thing and pop, 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 three kids out of it, and you talking about IVF. So you, if anybody, uh, you know, wants to talk about women's health and that journey. Like, come on, girl. Good, goodbye. Right. It's like, pick a side, sis. You can't be the victim and then be the bully. That's where I just, I, I don't know. I and that's just, her. I mean, like, she does it on colorism. She does it on who got a business. She does it on everything. Like, when it's about her, it's wrong. But when she's doing it to other people, it's okay. So that's, yeah, I, I can't. I don't know. Like, she's such an ugly little girl to be such a pretty little thing. Now, I will tell you this. She gathered Miss Ashley with that house thing. She was like, not the same person <laughs> that was coming for me when I was up in the Dottie roof. And now you can't get a roof with Michael. Now, now that I was here for Candace. Like, you know, that is within the realm, I feel like, where you can gather somebody. But I you agree. Know, so I don't know. Ashley's storyline, like, I am glad that, you know, she's no longer with Michael. I'm super sad to hear was super sad to hear that, you know, whatever she was doing with the divorce, you know, like, why would you do that? Why would you buy a whole ass house with somebody you trying to disentangle yourself with, right? Let's ask you, let's let's get this on the record, right? You used to live in Alexandria. I did, yes. I lived in Alexandria. Listen, you're, you're under a disposition. Just answer the questions, yes or no. Okay, sorry. You lived in Alexandria, Virginia. Yes. You had a multi-level, fully furnished, updated, beautiful home. Yes, on a third of an acre, which is a lot. Oh, I was about to, listen, this is the deposition. Sorry. <laughs> Were you a third of an acre? I sure was. Yes, I was. Was your mortgage $13,000 a month? Absolutely not. So I went, I I actually did the math. I I made the math math and I looked it up. And so I was like, okay, she must have like a two point, like $2.25 million house. I saw that. I mean, it didn't look like no 2.25. I mean, the DMV area is very expensive, but like it ain't giving what she's supposed to be given for that much money. Like, I don't know. So maybe she needs to think about what she can afford um, for her family uh, but I don't know. That's that's bad juju to be wrapping yourself up with a dude who, you know, screaming at your baby when you're trying to take him to your mom and them house. Like, that's not the type of person you want to be wrapped up with. And I know you have to be because you have two kids with him, but like, it's a certain line and you just need to do do less, as the kids say. Uh, yeah. 
Another thing that has come out in the news, Michael Darby is suing Candace for $2.5 million for defamation of character for saying that he wants to give fellatio to men. Now, we all know that in the housewife rules, uh, they cannot sue each other. And if they sue each other, it is like a breach of contract. And, you know, they could lose their peach or whatever. Um, And I would assume that the contract kind of like extends to like the people in their household. So it is very interesting that like when Ashley's divorce is final, uh, then Michael sues Candace because, you know, Michael do not like Candace. Uh, Well, first of all, you said it, dude. You said it. So don't don't be mad. You know, not only that, but allegedly. Because I don't got 2.5 million to get to know Michael Darby. Okay, allegedly. Well, I Oh, girl said he said it. So I'm a I'm a repeat what she said. It's hearsay. But um, like and you knew he was very flirty or whatever. I do think I don't know. Maybe you got a case. I think he just need to move on and live his life, though. And what he going to get? I mean, I don't know what they got. Two two nickels to rub together. So I guess you could get um, 2.25 of a nickel. I don't know. I don't know. But he just needs to move on. Like he needs to move on. He needs to live. her. They need to separate and divorce like for real, for real. You don't do that. You don't like you don't go into business. You don't get into deals with people who you don't want to be fooled up with. Um, And clearly, I don't know, whatever she need to do, it need to be separate from him as possible. That's my advice. So I hope she takes it. I think she's a lovely girl. I love to hear about her and Giselle and their little um, cross Bravo romances. That was really cute. Yes, And I'm here for Giselle being 50 in the the young tenderoni in his right. 30s. So I clearly, am. clearly they ain't take the vagina because the hysterectomy, oh. you know, the uterus might be gone, oh. but the, the vajayjay is still oh. there, clearly. So oh. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I hope she lives her best life. Um, You know, she got five of them in rotation. And listen, more more power to her. I'm tired of people age shaming people. Listen, Giselle looks good. And the the reality of it is I feel like a lot of them. (laughs) Not her clothes, but she does. She looks good. She has uh, three lovely daughters. Um, And, you know, I am very glad to hear, you know, that she's doing her thing. Her podcast is popping. Um, Clearly, I I, I mean, like, I don't really understand how she gets money. But, you know, I'm sure, you know. She doing it. She got the house, you know, redone, the entryway and everything like that. I think she lives within her means. I'm good. I'm good on, you know, at least from the business case. Um, Giselle, she had her makeup line. You know, allegedly, I heard maybe she might have some candles coming out. Oh, child, not everybody. <laughs> Stop saying this. Stop peddling those lies. Now, let's get to this. Juan Dixon and Robin. Mm. Now, first of all, I feel like Bravo was sh- so shady throughout this whole reunion process, right? So we know Robin was on Watch What Happens Live right after uh, the season finale of uh, the season finale ended. We know that she and Giselle after the show ended and these rumors were circulating about this lady who is in the DMs of people. I saw, I saw a sketch of her. Oh, child, listen. <laughs> and, you know, they went on Reasonably Shady and talked about it. They openly talked about it. And then they said uh, for the Patreon for $5, they were going to get into the hotel receipt. First of all, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Half, that's what half these You don't see, do. oh, well, the Patreon, not the receipt. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I do. And Andy dragged her. And, she, and he... And he should have, because, like, look, that is his job. He's like, I'm paying for this information. Um, I thought it was masterful how she just managed not to bring it up. Um, and so let's talk about it. I ain't that. mad at it, though. So I ain't mad at it. Neither, like, I, this, and mind you, I feel like all of these people on these shows, especially uh, Carlos King and all these people, like, you're on a reality show. How are you not? And it's like, I feel like what, and, and, and again, I feel like Robin is like the realest one on these shows. She's level-headed. She seems like if I I think were, she's fun too. Like when right, she's I feel she's like she's, I would be Robin's friend. Robin reminds me of a friend that I used to have. Like, you know, like I, like I, there, I, I like Robin. She seems real. She I could be friends with Robin. She's, she goes out like she can, she, she knows how to separate. She, you know, can apologize. She could tell you how she feels without like going too low but you know she could throw a good jab in there too and she not like right and I just feel like for me 
yes, it's a reality show, but like, let's be like, like Andy, like stop playing with us. Like, let's not, don't act like y'all don't line out these storylines. Don't act like these scenes aren't like, you know, put together. So then all of a sudden, why would I want to bring a deep, dark secret of like, it just doesn't make sense. Why would she offer that? And why do you think that she would want to offer that? Now, were you the same way with Teresa? Did you offer up mm. on New Jersey when mm. they were committing them crimes? Did you did you say that? Mm. With Erica Jane? Say, was okay. Erica Jane? Did you grill it, the hell out of Erica uh, Jane? I mean, they did afterwards, but that After. also was a part of like her storyline. It came to light. Like it did not come to light while they were filming. So why in the like Robin's not that desperate to like I just I I just got what Robin was saying if it came up I would address it it didn't come up and like Robin said like I was prepared for it to come up and then Andy's like well why wouldn't you just give it up don't you think like no so I, I do but I do think it kind of came up with um what's her name and was asking about the girl she was slinking around uh, yeah but Georgetown. Karen messed up when she said she looked like me and she was from there and like I like again I would be like I don't know what you're talking about and again the second that it became public and like the rumors were swirling. Uh, you know, Robin talked about it, but she couldn't film. So how else? Like, and the reunion had already been filmed. Bravo was just mad that like she that they didn't catch about it. it. Right. And now they couldn't use it for, because who's going to care about the reunion now when all of this is going on? So I just thought it was so shady how they like added that in. And then they're going to, on the first episode when Giselle was like, you know, and he came into my room and then, they're going to get Robin saying, uh, let's just be clear. I think it's inappropriate for any married man to be in a room. I said, ooh, Robin, Robin. Uh, yeah, so I... Like, oh, lucky Ron Dixon is not here. Look, I am very glad that, you know, she got away with it. And, and she did. She totally got away with it. That's what it is. Point blank, she got away with it. And um, if Candace want to be mad at it, Candace can be mad at it because you know what you could have did? You could have shut the hell up, Candace, instead of kept bringing your, dragging your husband into the fray, okay? Because what, what um, everybody else do is they defend their husband to the death, turn it on somebody else, and I don't understand why Candace can't do that because she's an emotional weenie. I'm just confused as to why Candace was mad at Robin. What is happening to Chris ain't have nothing to do with Robin. Robin stood up for Chris. I, I just... Th th She's mad because she feel like all the stuff that was happening about her husband what, was brought up the, over and over. But have to do with anything because with, she with wanted the heat to be on somebody else. Though, to be honest, I think the husband's got it pretty bad this season. I mean, I think everybody, pretty much everybody's husband was that, brought up. That Ray. Well, but I Ray guess maybe Ray cheating. Through blue eyes. Through, through the, yeah, through the cheating. I mean, but Ray ain't cheat. I know, but I said through the cheating allegations that has to do with his marriage. Just like, um, like Andy was saying in the reunion, like you, you brought up the whole thing with blue eyes, and that brings up Ray because that that involves him. So I don't know, like I, I could have been able to see, I would have been all right with hearing less about the husbands. Like, I think, I think that was like a, I don't know, a little bit of a crutch. And also if it was something about the husbands, it should have been something between the wife and husband and not the wives. Because that, I don't know, like stop. Um, what did Nene say? Use your line. You know, this your line. This is this you. You supposed to stay out of what? Um what well, she told Peter, men. no, Peter, no, stay out of women's business, business, right? So, like a beach, yes. So, I thought that um, they dragged the husbands into it too much, and it's not the real house husbands, okay? Leave smiling Eddie alone, okay? He's cute, his teeth are very white, he's a handsome guy, he supports his wife. And I think pretty much across the board, I was loving how the husbands were supporting the wives and trying to stay out, except for Chris, because his wife is crazy and would not let him stay out of it. And half the time he arguing with her. So it's like, you just never know. Um, but I, again, I just feel like I, I, Candace, you're fighting for a storyline because it's like, why are you mad at Robin? Like, what? what because Robin didn't tell you like, you know what, to, to be quite honest, <clears throat> I enjoyed this season, but I would have appreciated if there would have been more like exterior storylines, like about people. Um, I don't know, like it was just a lot of bickering and infighting. 
And I know it was great. We had the trips and everything else like that. But I don't know. I, I didn't like the whole dragging everybody's relationships through the mud. Like, I know it's already hard to be on a reality show and have your husband involved and, you know, people kind of taking shots for your people. Because I tell you what, you take a shot for my husband. It, it ain't going to be nowhere near good. Um, so just, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I would do. But like, it's none of your business, uh, really. What I mean, yes, I'm on a reality show. But they needed other things to talk about because this this season was all whose husband's cheating, who husband this, who husband this. And I really like it's not about the husbands. Um, another thing that I felt like was kind of sort of disrespectful was to Mia when Mia was explaining the board members and the like she was making sense like. She tripped over her words. But again, if you know business, you know what she is saying. And I just felt like them laughing in her face. It's like, yeah. okay. but then y'all are quick to like, again, it's just like, but also that was just, it is real. My, <laughs> this is where Giselle, I love Giselle because she going to ask the question. So she was like, so did they revoke you guys' access to the account because you guys were, and here's another thing that was just like beyond me. Why? were Mia and G putting so much money into a rental home. That is beyond me. Clearly, I don't know. Maybe they just like to spend money. I didn't, I I didn't understand. Like, like I get the business part and what she was trying to explain how there's a board of directors and basically they got voted out of power. I got that. Right. She didn't say it. She didn't articulate that well at all. Um, and I think like, you know, I think she was the, the CEO in name only. Or some, you know, maybe she was on the board of directors, whatever. It's a lot of people like that who put in the um, spouses and stuff like that to be the name, the face, the CEO. And sometimes it, it depends on how your uh, organization is structured. Maybe the CEO don't have no power. Well, that could be uh, it. it could clearly. be your tr- It's just a title clearly. and you getting a salary. So it's like they just put you on. Listen. And, and look, she the name. She got the brand recognition. I get okay. it. Can I just say I, I do have a joint chiro- chiropractic office not too far from my house, which um, I thought it was cool the other day. I drove hey, by. It's funny. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll go get adjusted. In Jeez. Chicago? Um, it was in Idaho, actually. Oh. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, because it's a kind of a really small town. I, I, I started to drive away and be like, excuse me, is your owner Mia talking <laughs> But um, whatever. Um, I just think, yeah, she is doing the best that she can. I think she, you know, has definitely come up. I love that she's honest. You know, she's like, look, I'll bust it open for some lobster. You know, keeping it real. I, I loved this season the most when the girls were going out and having right. fun. I loved just like the them, bachelorette party. Right. I, I loved when they would go out and then after production would rap and then they, then would, they would tell the story. Loose. Yes. That for me was yes. like, and again, it just goes to show you um, the like, Again, it, there's power they in can numbers, get along. and it's right. right. And they can get along. I love it when they're supporting each other. Like, I wish, like, they went to each other's shows, but it was kind of snarky. I didn't really like that. But the, the, the best story of the season was the whole vagina revealing mm-hmm. in the bathroom. That was just funny. I like to see them go out and have a good time. And it seems like they do. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of them have a lot of pressure to put on storylines. And so they are attacking and going at each other. Um, I also just want to circle back to the fashions. The fashions were disappointing for me. I have to say, I think Shasha looked the best. I think Shasha, she brought it. I also, now mind you, y'all going to just say, because I like Giselle, I like Giselle. I also mm. will say her dress looked it, it busted, looked it That's- better. On mm-hmm. video. I thought, and again, I thought the Grand Dom 8, again, y'all know I love Robin. I didn't really like Robin's dress too much. I thought Mia was cute. I liked... Uh, I liked Mia's dress when she was sitting down. Yeah. I, I think, uh, what's the girl name? Uh, Jacqueline? No. Uh, Wendy. I thought Wendy's dress mm-hmm. could have been cute if it, it, that that thing to the left, that, yeah, I, I, I don't know. The, the bottom and the top was not the same dress. Yeah. So that's... Uh, I don't know. I think they could have came better, but I don't know. It's a lot, child. They they fine. Candace, like it was a good idea, but she was too small. Um, in my opinion, she would the in the dress swallowed her up. So yeah, I'm I, looking at the picture right now. So yeah, Wendy's top and bottom. We I think we discussed this, but I like the ground on's top. But you know, the ground on came. She she always going to deliver. I have to say, if uh, I get, I would give her the best dress. So I'm, I'm going to give it to to Karen. 
Um, I liked the top a lot. I'm looking at them standing. And so I think hers delivered the most. And of course, I don't know, like, did did Giselle look at like Kim Kardashian in her covered gloves and be like, oh, that looked cute? Because it wasn't. And neither was she. Sorry. I don't, I don't have a comment. Um, yeah. Thank but- you. Just... Keep it, keep it real. Keep it real. Like I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't think the dress looked that bad. Like I, under, I, I mean, but what, it didn't look good. I mean, it didn't look bad. I again, the, and the, it didn't look good. the critique that I give Giselle is that, and one of the things that I admire about her is that, like, she don't try to keep up with these other girls. She don't try to be like, you know, don't get me wrong. Karen looked good, uh, mm-hmm. but do I feel like sometimes she dresses like? not eight like but what what is her age so no i won't even say that but i just feel Who, like karen yeah like i feel 60. like 59 60 birthday party giselle she used to be a first lady and i feel like her you fashion like is for her fashion i like she just consistent if she like it i love it like i think that fashion is about how you feel and what makes you feel comfortable and i feel like at times giselle Dresses age appropriate. Like, I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, well, good for her. I think they all look better in the red dresses. Um, I from, think the red, yeah, they ate in the red. Yeah. So I don't know if it was the blue, but, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to, to be on a reality show. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they are all very successful Black women. I love watching the show. Um, I like, you know, identify with them in all in different ways. Um, from being messy or having a reckless mouth or being, you know, an academic or, you know, just holding down your husband. I mean, I appreciate it. I even actually liked the little last song they played. Um, what's the little reckless girl mouth name? Uh, Candace. Candace. I actually liked that song that they oh. played. The band. Yeah, I still don't like her, but, you know, potato, potato. She, you know, after the reunion, she had announced she went on Instagram and uh, let me see if it comes back up because sometimes she announced she's going on tour. Oh, uh, won't be there. Okay. She's going to be in Boston March 17th. She's going to be in Potomac April 14th and 15th. Then we're going to take a little break. Then she's mm-hmm. going to be in Washington, D.C. June 10th. Uh, St. Louis, July 23rd. You got your tickets. Uh, she's not coming to Philadelphia. It looks like she's doing the gay pride circuit. Um, so, yeah. It's a little spaced out, but listen, you know, as somebody that is currently on tour, I respect, <laughs> I, I respect, uh, the hustle of Candace. And, and w- where is the Bryson Wynn present going next? So we will be in LA on March 15th, and then we'll be in Seattle on March 25th. And from Seattle, we'll be in LA. From LA, we'll be in Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh, we'll be in Philadelphia. And from Philadelphia, we'll end it on home in New York. All right. Well, I would suggest if anybody is close to a Bryce, or, or maybe if you just want to take a trip, I would highly suggest that they come to one of your events. Like I said, I had a fabulous time. It was a humdinger, if I do <laughs> say so myself. Um, so I had a great time at the Bryson Wynn Prison. You guys know how to throw a party. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you for coming and bringing your friend, Ja-Crazy. Mm-hmm. In the building. And sometimes when we go to these events, I was telling Jatia before we get on, um, you know, depends on what Jatia we get. Sometimes she'll just keep a low profile and I'll always have to go check on her like, good, you know, child, not this event. Jatia was up and down them steps. She was in the garage. Child, child, she was serenading I was people. serenading. Yes, yes. Okay. I had a little concert in the vestibule. That was a very um, interesting select. What, what song was you, was you singing Kelly Price? No, I was singing Shirley Murdoch as we lay. Hello. Oh. It's morning and we slept the night away. I was yeah. like, why is Jatia <laughs> in? But I said, you know what? Just let her be great. Um, so yeah, we've closed out another uh, Real Housewife of Potomac season. And then we saw that the ultimate girls trip part three oh, uh, with yes. 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 So I'll be watching that. I love Portia. it. Uh, oh, Porsche's on there? I didn't know Porsche's that. Porsche's on there. <gasps> they're from Salt Lake City. Um, and I forgot the other ladies that are on there. But listen, Oh, I think I'll... it's somebody from Miami. Like, uh, either Miami or Beverly Hills. Oh, no. 
Oh, I know, I know her name, Jabedia or something like that. Carla Jabedia. I don't know. But I watched that too. Um, I actually even want to watch like Summer House because, um, you know, what's her name is dating Opoy from Summer House. Ciao, ciao. He is cute though. Okay. Um, so yeah. What's going on with you, the STEM queen, before we close it on out? Well, you know, your girl is always busy, busy, busy. So I am starting the production Ooh. of STEM Queens season two. So that sh- hopefully should be out um, by the end of this month. And you will see some familiar faces. If you are survivor fans or challenge fans, we might have a, a lady or two or big brother fan um, who you might know because there are so many women in STEM you guys don't even know about and they have amazing stories and I cannot wait to share them. So you can learn more at, at Jatia PhD, J-T-I-A PhD. Um, and I'm just binging, you know, my favorite reality shows. Oh, speaking of Bravo, Bravo Survivor crossover, we just saw Miss Sari Fields on Watch, Watch What Happens Live. So I was yes, so happy yes. to see her and she looked amazing. So doing Shout it. Shout out to Sari. Yes, the queen. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Traders, you know, she won as she should. Won it all. Uh, so. Won it all. Won big. So I was so happy for her. Um, she is such a, she is just as lovely in person as she mm-hmm. comes across on TV. So I'm just, yeah. you know, living a good life. Excited to be hanging with the Purple Pants Posse. Of yes. course. Yes. Well, we're always glad to have you. And thank you so much for another season of Potomac. And we'll see you. Uh, I'm sure Jatia will be back. So, yeah, we'll see you real soon. This has been your Purple Pants podcast coverage yes. of The Real Housewives of Potomac. It's morning and we slept the night away. Don't put that in. Know it's going in as we lay. We forgot about tomorrow as we lay. Yes, Jessie was playing that for me when I was getting up and leaving, and she was still there. I was like, girl, and you're not even playing the Kelly Price version. But all right, we're out. Bye. Bye. Bob's got a message. Bob's got a message. Bob's got a message. passage that was so empowering. It stated that there will be times when standing alone feels too hard, too scary, and we'll doubt our ability to make our way through the uncertainty. Someone somewhere will say, don't do it. You don't have what it takes to survive the wilderness. This is when you reach deep into your heart And remind yourself, I am the wilderness. Sometimes we have to encourage ourselves because no one else will. Pat yourself on the back. Lift your head up and tell yourself to continue moving forward, never looking back. My main desire is to encourage and uplift anyone who is listening and feels the weight of the world on their shoulders and in their hearts. Know this, you are not alone and you are loved. Love you. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Be 
And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week. Your baby boy has been busy, you know, running to Toronto, coming back, getting ready to kick off this tour. And just, you know, life has been lifing. And so I had not gotten a chance to watch the Peacock's own Traders. But I had some time on my hands, about eight and a half hours one way, eight and a half hours coming back. And I was able to finish season one of Traders and I got to watch the reunion and listen with March being women's month. What better way than to celebrate an, a living icon, someone that inspired me to play the game Survivor, someone ha- that has been my biggest idol for forever. And it is so crazy to think that somebody that I looked up to for so long is like family to me. Her son is like a little brother to me. Uh, Y'all should know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the queen, the legend, Miss Sari Fields, okay? Not only her winning traders, okay? Ring the bell for that. Let's give it up for her looks, okay? On the trader reunion. Let's give it up for her looks on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Okay, my queen is out here serving looks, looking amazing. And finally, okay, being crowned the winner of Trader Seasons 1. Okay, listen, I... It took me a while to finally finish it. And I always kept kind of anytime I would see anything on social media about traders, I would scroll through it because I'm like, I don't I want to watch it. Um, it was such a great show. I thought it was like physically demanding, but not too crazy enough of a social game. And then what caught me by surprise was that, like, you know, towards the second half of the show, you know, the emotions of the people. So it is a really good show. And my queen, my girl, Sari Fields won it. It's Women's Month. What better way to celebrate my queen? Somebody that's so inspiring. Somebody that's so real. You know how they say, don't ever meet your idols. And, you know, sometimes that gets me a little nervous, but I am so happy that I met Sari and she is the woman that I knew that she would be and it's just literally like she's been in my life my whole life and we're literally families okay all her children I love they like my brothers and so listen it is March and if you haven't head over to Ceree's Instagram page and let her know she is the purple pants freak of the week she out here serving looks in pink looking flawless I said you better go off Ceree you know, Sari could be the freak of the week every week because that's how much I love Sari. If Sari is the freak of the week, that means we are coming to a close of another amazing podcast. I thank you so much, Purple Pants Posse, for always showing up and supporting your baby boy. If you have not already, please ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you get podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to take it easy. Because it's a, it's a, it's a. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants.